Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. How powerful is the Cox Network? So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere, it's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply. The it's always the right time deal. Hey, want to go to Mickey D's for lunch? Ooh, let's go now. <laughs> but it's not lunchtime yet. If we're going to McDonald's, it's always the right time. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that. There's a deal for every lunch hour at McDonald's. Now's the time to get two for $3.99. Mix and match a four-piece McNuggets, a McDouble, a McChicken, or a hot and spicy McChicken. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. All right, welcome to episode 11 of Pillows and Beer. I am your host, Austin, as always, with Craigers. Uh, we, have, bam, bam, bam. we have a pretty fun episode this week. Uh, it is Masters Week, uh, so we are having on a really, really cool guy, professional golfer, Keegan Bradley. Uh, we've known him for a couple of years. Um, haven't actually met him in, in person, right? So as Craig would say, what, he, he's a... Uh, you know, what is he to us, Craig? He's our best friend. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's one of our best friends. But we only know him from waving to him at golf tournaments and him waving back to us. No, no, no. Like, you know, we've, we talk we've on- had some, you know, conversations on, you know, DMs and such. He's a fan of the show. Um, I think he's he's a fan of Bravo um, in general. But um, he was at TPC for, uh, you know, our Shep's um, infamous meltdown that was on TMZ. So we're definitely going to talk to him about that today because that was hilarious. I saw him on the course and I was like, Keegan. And he looked at me and he shrugged and he goes, where's Shep? You know, he kind of, you know, melted. And I was like, he's dead. He's dead to the world. Don't worry about it. You will never see him at another PGA tour event again. (laughs) That's not true, but maybe. And, uh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's uh, a lot of fun. Going to pick his brain about the masters. And, and I know that not everyone on here that's listening cares about golf, but, but, it's 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 a major. It's the first you know major of the year. It it seems to be everyone's favorite you know tournament because it's just the Masters. Well, it's also really funny too when we meet people who are cooler than us, as in like professional athletes, and they're fans of the show. So we always like to pick their brains about that, how they got started, how they started watching, if they love reality TV in general. Um, we've got a few buddies like Dale Earnhardt Jr. that uh, we get to see sometimes in Charleston who loves the show. And we're just like, what are you doing watching our show? And yeah. so, yeah, it, yeah, it's definitely wild to, uh, you know, meet, meet people that are out there, you know, being really, really good at something. And then they take their mind off of things by watching us, Craig. So that's coming up a little later. Why don't you talk about your store a little bit, Craig? Well, I thought we were going to have Jerry on later. But oh, yeah. okay. Um, I, I just need to, uh, I just need to find, you know, the DM. I, I saw it and I was like, oh, it's amazing. And I didn't send it to myself. And she had like 20 of them, you know, written out. So how is my uh, audio, Nick? I'm loving your stand. 
Um, but other than that, your audio is great. Yeah, improvising. Oh yeah. Okay. So so <laughs> let me just say this too. Um, I had a couple DMs from a couple people uh, last week saying that our audio has has been kind of going in and out. Right. That's because Craig and I left our stands in Vermont when uh, our mic stands. That is when when we were podcasting. Right. One's in Vermont and, and one's in a hotel in New York. And somewhere. that's mostly because. When we were podcasting, you know, we were quarantining and we would, we were drinking. So like I would pace around or Craig would pace around. So, so we left our, we left our stands. And if you could see those makeshift stands that Craig has, he has two rolls of duct tape and the microphone is coming through it. So it's like his makeshift stand. So, so we're going to try to, we're going to try and sit still. Yeah, Yeah. Austin likes to hold his mic. I need more of a stand, but need to go to the audio store here in Charleston. I know, but I, I get like, you know, animated. Right. And Nick had to tell me, he was like, Austin, no one can see you. You don't have to be so animated. I'm like, I know. But when I tell a story, I just want to start throwing my hands around. Yeah. We had a big week though. Uh, I got to announce our new store opening, which is really, really exciting on King street. Uh, Well, not our new store opening. I kept seeing people congratulate me for the new store opening. And I was like, well, it hasn't opened yet. So we started construction on the store. Um, it'll only take a month, hopefully, but it's right in the heart of King street where I have a ton of memories from college and law school. And we're really excited to share it with everyone. I mean, honestly, y'all, when I was, you know, going down the street, Craig had told me where it was and I was like, okay, I mean, I know exactly you know where it is, but, but I couldn't, you know, picture the, and then I got there and I was like, holy, I mean, this, it's a big store. It's a big store and, and it's on King street. So let's just say that it's not cheap. So Craig's doing something right here. We're um we're pumped. We're gonna make it an interactive experience. There'll be beer and wine in the store. Austin's drop hop will be on tap. Thank you. As we have it in our podcast room. Um we'll have two embroidery machines where you can get whatever you purchase embroidered and customized. I'll be there a lot. I'm sure other people from the, you know, our our other friends will be there. Uh Leva's restaurant republics right across the street. And Austin has tended to golf cart up every day. So we're pumped to share that with you guys. I think that's dangerous, by the way, because Craig is always now there. And I live downtown. So so he's like, hey, man, why don't you come here and oh, let's get okay. a beer. What's up, boys? What's up, Jerry? Hold on. Jerry. We're actually just talking about the store. Jerry, are you going to talk to us or no? Sorry, I was trying to fix up my... This is my, my RE, which is um, apparently is very necessary. You need to turn your shit up. I I think it's time that I have a driver. I think I spend if I I've never gone back and looked at my Uber receipts and I'll do it, but I bet it's thousands of dollars. Yeah, well, it used to be it used to be easier. Now Ubers are far and few between. I know for a fact that Uber Eats is tougher to get. Um, which is why you should use Grubhub. And I think that you're right because other night when, when I left you and I lived like a mile and a half away from the bar, it took me, it, it was like 50, 60 bucks to get home. Jesus. Was, and it, mine was like 95 and it's usually and 25. Was, yeah. And I'm pretty sure drivers hourly is way less than that. I've been researching it and I know it's silly, but everyone thought I was silly when I had an assistant. And honestly, I think it'd be awesome to have a driver that, you know, we don't have to fucking reintroduce ourselves every time we get in a car and he knows us and, and we can like drink in the back. Um, <laughs> wait, wait, here's, here's what we're going to do. We are, uh, Craig knows Alex, my brother-in-law, he's got a legitimately has a, a limo that is sitting at his parents' house in Huntsville, Alabama. Like a that 20 year old, like four grand. 
four grand. That's like it's not quite Pretty Woman. So Craig might not like that. You know what I mean? Because he he wants to be all glammy and cute like that. But this Wait, thing is saying, fucking black. Yeah, basically beautiful. we're buying a limo to yeah. be driven around. It. Are you saying that we're gonna buy a limo, Jerry? I I mean, dude, it's sitting there, and their parents wanted out like yesterday. I mean, a podcast in the limo. He's coming. Let's buy a limo, Craig. I look, he's coming up Wednesday to help with the floors. So tell him to bring it. the limo. We'll pay I'll for it in right cash. Out. Okay, tell him to bring it because yeah, look, Amanda said that she didn't oh want me riding Let's around in that. a limo. Let's pay in because, cash for a limo. I mean, we can do that a hundred percent. Well, yeah, I know that. I, I'm just saying it'd be. I mean, so I, I always talk. I as think if, then like, you, you need a chauffeur. Do you need a chauffeur license to drive someone, no matter what, know. professionally? I don't think you do. Wait, he can be my turtle. Our turtle. He can be our turtle. No, he's got Why doesn't Nick just come down to Charleston? To... Nick. No, Nick can move to Charleston. He can be the driver and he the podcast. Someone that's devoted to driving. Yes. Perfect. No, Jerry. I would be officially turtle. Honestly, Jerry, I think we need someone that's officially like their job is to keep us safe and drive us. Because the last thing, like, fortunately, I don't drink and drive, but you don't need someone getting in their, their car and driving after dealing with us. I mean, then I can literally go anywhere without having to worry about getting an Uber or getting Dude. stuck. There's and a limo for you. You have, have someone that we but trust. But what are you going to put on so the side? So they're not request nothing. We got to stay. We, our anonymity is important. Incognito. But then, You're well, we're going to be in a fucking limo in Charleston. I'm yeah. pretty sure everyone's going to know it's us. I am hung up on this limo talk. Let's buy it's real. a limo. Yes, it's real. But let's it, like you know do it up it, a little bit. No, we will, but it needs Jerry, a little like, work. I don't think your reaction's not as crazy as I thought it'd be because you know it's smart. Because instead of if it's better to have someone that we trust with us when we're hammered all the time than a stranger that you know. Yeah, and it, the best part is it doesn't have to be me to be with you the whole time. So I'm one hundred. It's like me giving you a babysitter. It's like the greatest right. fucking thing possible. A hundred percent. It's Jerry, like when we're filming and we Jerry, have PAs. You've been yeah. here for a week. I haven't seen you but yeah. once. Yeah, Twice. and that's that's your own fault. No, you no, no, that, you're any, all, no. You are no, the worst babysitter. You let, you let us run around like idiots, and I blame that on you. That's on you, dude. I'll take the blame, but it's okay. You guys, Yo, you no, this is perfect because you're busy and you can't watch us all the time. Jerry's and then busy. our driver can watch us, and you can be like, I can't watch hey, you all the time. Yeah, no shit. You're 30 year old men. You can whatever. watch yourselves, but I'm 33. Thank you. We're not paid to watch ourselves, we're paid to entertain. And our driver can come grab us by the ear and be like, you're going home. And we'd be like, okay. I just love you know what's really fun? Piss off Jerry the most. <laughs> I'm, I'm paid my, to entertain Jerry. I am the, the talent. talent. I'm the talent, oh Jerry. God. He says that to a man that we just laugh. Like the funniest part is uh, for everybody who's listening to Nick's never met y'all in person. And I, Nick texts me all the time. Like you, you think these two idiots are like ridiculous. Wait till you meet them in person and you hang out with them. And he's just, so one, we need to get you down here, Nick. Jerry, and that has to happen. Why do you love soon. calling us idiots? I'm coming down you soon. Like lovable, you're, you are lovable idiots. I mean, I don't know how else to explain you to like the fact that we're so lovable that you're honestly going to buy us a limo is amazing. Jerry, just buy us. I'm one. So I'm one. I've, I'm trying to literally, well, okay, one, Craig, I haven't told you this, but literally just bought a golf cart for sewing down south, too. Yeah, so which is going to be yours. That. No, this is why he's going to buy his limo, because he just bought a golf cart under sewing down south when the only person no, using uh, no, the golf cart is no, Jerry. No, I, I am paying for the golf cart Fuck myself, you, Jerry. actually. 
And you know what? Two Three. ads or not even one ad on this podcast will pay for your limo. I'm all for it. You just got to find your driver. I'm not fucking with I you. I will 100% interview. We're going to videotape British. me and Austin interviewing drivers. Let's do that. Oh, my God. But from the back seat as we're driving around Charleston. Yes. Because that will be perfect. Yeah. 100%. And then we can just scream I love out. I love it. We have to park the car. Jerry, we... should Craig and I wear tails as we interview drivers? <laughs> this is getting uh, more and more like Step Brothers. Our limo. It is dumb. And, dude, one, Step Brothers is one of the greatest movies of all time. I watched no, it the other not. week. It's so and... bad. I love it. You were so no, wrong. No, I'm with Austin. Like, Step Brothers, so terrible. bad. I love Step Brothers. Jerry, my comedy the, is so no, high oh. above yours, you couldn't even comprehend so, why Step Brothers. I is don't stupid. disagree. I bet the driver is going to. I don't love disagree it. with it. Yeah, and it should be playing all the time. The first time Step Brothers sucks, the very first time you watch it. And the second it's going to be a grand And, and the second time it's even worse. And Every, you change it when, no. when they, like, you know, do their whole, like, you know, sleep sleep throwing toys around the room like no this is the dumbest movie i've ever seen in my entire life but, but if you actually in the limo they're gonna know that it's us and we're just making a grand entrance every time he, here's the best part is if dick, you watch Jerry. step brothers like the way that they act is kind of how craig acts when he's really drunk and like just being ridiculous like when he's just like austin you know this like when craig starts like getting really drunk and and he starts whispering like these dumb little things to you and you're like yeah dude i think it's time for you to go to sleep like Let's let's put little Craig to bed. So well, we're gonna have this, to put a little bed out in the limo. Dude, too. if you have the limo and you're just like Craig, go to the limo, and I'm like, okay, and I just go and jump in the limo, and then I appear on my doorstep. Just remember the magic of Craig. Limo. It's never that easy. You'll go like press the button on your you. phone, and then you all of a sudden ended up at your house. That's how this will be. See, I don't want Craig to have a limo for one reason and one reason only, so because he's always gonna be telling people like, oh, I'm getting in my limo. Uh yeah. You know, where's the limo, Jerry? Where's the limo, Austin? Then you don't have to I'm drive out here anymore. The driver will pick you up. But at the same point, I want a limo. Okay, well, we can't say we can't tease getting a limo and then not get a limo. Okay, we're going to oh, no, it, It's happening. I, mean, I just texted her brother. I'm telling him to drive it up. And okay, I'll so put it out $4,500. So, so done. I'll so, buy it. I'll, I'll buy it. It was selling but, down south. Oh my God! Well, no, Nick. I'll just pay for it from the from the podcast, and that way you guys don't have to ever deal with it. You have to deal with insurance, though. You guys have to deal with insurance and all yeah, that. Yeah, well, you shit. just so set it up and bill me. That's what you're you're Ari. <laughs> Jerry, <laughs> just set up an automatic. <laughs> set up. Okay. Okay. Done. Okay. And we'll already, find got, a driver. We will have a limo in in two weeks. We'll have a limo here. Well, but we if you want to bigger than that. That's amazing. It's okay, two week limo. Oh, we can test the drivers in our cars right now, setting up for the limo. Um, can someone make the poster for um, we bought a zoo? You know, with Matt Damon to to me and Craig saying we I bought a limo. That's important. I love how the text oh, yeah. that I get. All right, the messages that I get. So, like, I just got one that says, "I will drive you anywhere," and I click on it, and she's Alex, you know seven pictures I'm, with her. Husband. We're recording the podcast. Craig and Austin want to know if they can buy the limo from you. Okay. Yes. How much? How much? I mean, what sounds reasonable to them? As I mean, is it a, it's a gag gift or is this four thousand dollars? And you have to drive it up this week. No, I can't do four thousand. Forty-five hundred. Let's watch Terry work. I think I don't think I can drive it up there. I think I have to get it towed. All right, put it on a trailer and drive it up here Wednesday, and you get forty-five hundred dollars. Does Done. it work? Cash. Cash. Does it? Yes. Wait. Does it drive? Is it drivable? Well, why can't he drive it up here? Then why can't you drive it up here? Because I think that might be a little too 
Oh yeah, eight hours driving that that thing's a long time. Man. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Don't call it that thing. That's that's our new hot rod. Carmax offered me forty five hundred dollars for it. All right, we'll give you forty five hundred dollars cash. You have to put it on trail and bring it up here this week when you come to help us out with the store. Done. Sign sealed, delivered. Say deal. Say deal. Make it five k. Make it five k plus. Four thousand seven hundred fifty. Done deal. No. End of end of it. Five k plus shipping. 5K plus shipping? Yeah. You've gone crazy. We'll say 5K all-inclusive. 5K all-inclusive. They say 5,000 all-inclusive. This is being brokered live. $5,000 cash, and that's it. I want a cocktail. 5K plus shipping. 5K plus Or either 4K plus shipping or 5K in cash. I want 5K all-inclusive. $5,000 sold, yes or no? Yes, all-inclusive. Sold. Done. Bring All right. Also, he's coming on the come. podcast in the back of the limo. Podcast when you come. Limo. We'll talk to Craig and Austin buy a limo. We just bought a limo. Wait. Now have a limo. It'll be here probably on Wednesday or Thursday. Where are we going to keep it? We can keep it here. He's keeping the driveway, Craig. Yeah. So the one other guy I know that has a limo here, he lives on Sullivan's, and he keeps it in his garage. And then the driver brings his car to his house. And then he drives a limo. Fuck. Yeah, we can deck it out. Oh, let's make our story. Who can deck out our limo? Is Pimp Our Ride still? No, no, no. We can't talk about limo yet. What was he going to call it? Not until it gets released, and then we can do a story. Oh yeah. Hey, so he was originally going to call it the Tipsy Rocket. That's what you guys should call your limo, the Tipsy Rocket. That actually sounds dangerous. You might no, get you might get sexual harassment on that one. Yeah, you, but it, it it might need a little work, but I don't think much. But this thing, I mean, it's it's legitimate limo. Like it's not like a baby limo. It's legit. Is so, it like from the seventies? No, it's like a, probably from like two, early two thousand. What? Can you send us a picture, please? Have him text me right sell now. Us yeah. This thing at five thousand because he doesn't have any use for it. He just bought and a limo sitting. He's been sitting in his parents' driveway for like a year, and his mom is like, "Get this shit out of my driveway!" And he just hasn't done it. So now oh, I tell my oh. father and the mother-in-law, "Win-win okay. for Jerry." Boom. All right. So there's a car service I just found that uh, as bullshit, long as you Jerry, provide the do car, not, do not pat yourself on the back because we said forty-five hundred, and then no, we said yes, four. We said four, and now and you promised us for an extra yeah. thousand. Plus shit Everybody stuff. listening, do you see how these two dipshits never give any love for anything that's done? I just want everybody to understand that right now. There is, is a Nick, cut this out. <laughs> Jerry's an asshole. Uh, There's an app <laughs> for drivers for chauffeurs. There's an app for chauffeurs, and you just have to provide the car and they drive to your house and then drive you around in the car. So that's perfect. That's all we need. Yeah. Oh well, wait, the uh, car we have to drop him off at the house so he can jump in. The- he drives his car here grabs the limo and then drives us all night and then when we're done he comes back here drops the limo off gets in his car and goes home i love that which would be seven hours times 27 dollars. it's like around 160 which is what ubers are going to cost me cool hey jerry i I honestly think it's a great deal go on austin what new idea um scratch the limo you don't show craig and i any of the money that we make on this podcast and just continually just buy us ridiculous gifts like a limo because he has bias things we can can get behind that i don't want to see any money from this show just never ever tell me about a bill ever again and a hot tub yeah <laughs> hot yes. tub. if i had a hot well, tub craig still hasn't wait, you got a limo you want a hot tub you still haven't finished your kitchen and now you're about to get a pool in your backyard no i think yeah. that i think that craig should have a hot tub <laughs> yeah well, everyone thinks <laughs> that totally. i should have a hot tub <laughs> i think craig should have a hot tub i, I think that i should <laughs> okay. too 
Okay, two hot tubs. We'll, okay. <laughs> two hot tubs. Well, we'll start with your tushies first. Those are coming to you soon. So you have a bidet both coming to you. So okay, you thanks, Jerry. Two hot tubs. Price. Anyways, one on. limo and two hot tubs. The most ridiculous order ever. <laughs> oh, my God. Podcast like, Okay, you won't talk about a great movie is Blank Check. And that's what I feel like we're doing Ooh. here right now. It's Preston Waters. That is a great and then movie. his name in the movie is something Macintosh, just Macintosh. And he just buys most ridiculous shit. I feel like blank check right now. Not like Step Brothers trash. That's correct. That was like a 94 movie. That was, yeah. that was a phenomenal. It was amazing. I'll he got hit that. by a car and the late guy wrote him a check in the no. parking lot. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. He ran over his bike. But yeah. he only got a million. Like, well, it was yeah, dude, like, but when I was watching it as like a 12-year-old. Okay, we can't downplay the fact that I all yeah, I've ever I've thought limos were the coolest things in my ever forever until someone got in my head and was like, they're not that cool anymore. But guess what? Limos are awesome. Oh, no, they're cool. And I didn't get to take one to prom because we didn't do that dude, in my school. Limos rule. Yeah. If yeah, you ever right. rent a limo and you go partying in a limo, look, we can party. Like, fuck Uber drivers telling us, like, what's in that cup? What do you got in that cup? Throw it out. Chug it now. I don't want to play that music. Are y'all gonna? Are you gonna keep it? It's black. Are you gonna keep it black? Or are we gonna paint it like pink or something ridiculous? Mm, I think black. Uh, I like for black. now. Yeah, black. Yeah, black or white. Wait, wait, Let's wait. Let's not ooh, draw too ooh, much ooh. attention. We're already gonna no, have no, the no, limo. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But then, then, you know, then Cam used important. to have a limo guy that would we, me and Cam would call and he'd come pick us up in the limo. Dude, no, the most we, important. We literally have a limo. Is, the vanity plate. What's the vanity plate? Like it's you can't just have a regular license plate. You got yeah, yeah, yeah. You should crowd. It'll say it. like something. Yeah, it'll it'll be like. <laughs> time out, time out. This is funny, dude. If you, Craig, you've eaten with my parent, my father and mother in law before, and you've seen their cars and you've seen their license plate. My mother, my mother in law is just like just typical. They anal because their initials wonderful, are wonderful. Yeah, her her her, her, her license plate is A N L. I swear to God. And then she had one that was B J for Beth Johnson, and it was B J. So they had one car that A N L, and the other car had B J. And it's anal. Oh my God! we were bad, we were in Nashville. It says A N L. And these guys were taking pictures of the car, and I jumped out because I was drunk, and I was like, "What the fuck are you taking pictures of?" And they were like, "Your license plate says anal, dude." And then I was like, what? And then I was like, why the fuck does the license plate say anal? And then they go, wait, you're Craig. And I was like, I thought that's why you were chasing me. And they were like, can we get a picture? God, once again, Jerry, you fuck up again. You you put How Craig in the car, license plate anal. Yeah, and expect me not to jump out and try and argue with people. What if I actually what if the I license think I, was a, I wasn't at that pillow party? I don't think I was at that pillow party. What if the license plate said said something like, you know, really cheesy, like, you know, easy money, like you know, oh yeah, you know, easy Ricky Rich, you know, money. You know, like so you know, we'll, easy, you know, M O N Y. Boys, boys, hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The sweet, sweet baby. Oh, yeah, the boys. The boys. Hold on. A B O I Z. Boys, check your phone. I just sent you guys a picture of this picture? beautiful. Oh, dude, this is, I mean, come on. Let that get you going right there. Look at that thing. Look at that thing. It's bigger oh, than I thought it was going to be. Dude, we can great. fit eight people in here. You can fit like I mean, 12. comfortably, but we can. Well, we'll have fifteen. And in- is there a sunroof? Oh God damn it! This means that every uh, time we leave the bar, we're going to be like, yeah. get in the limo, get in the limo, get, get in the limo. limo. People are just going to be running out of the bar and jumping in. Jerry, who is in our limo? We just bought Dude, this. This is awesome. This thing is so good, <laughs> guys. We but see. This is why we have to pick a really good driver. That it's just like a bouncer at one of our tables in the club, like. 
we're gonna get in the car and be like who the fuck are you like i don't it want that to happen. be the driver yeah 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 it needs to be like i want to okay. see the inside can i say that i want our driver to be uh, i'll see if i can get some is that is that okay to say right, cut i just feel like no, if our driver was like an overweight sued. i just feel like if our driver was just like an overweight like you know, chris, chris farley guy like Bro, no, an Italian named Sal who only eats trombolis and fucking pizza. That's who we're getting for you guys to drive you. That's it. I'm thinking like a Chris Farley type, but okay, sure, Sal, Sal. Our glass will always be down because he is a part of our group. Like the privacy window, he's one of our friends. Sure. God, that thing is uh, sweet. Oh my I can't. God. I cannot wait. It's way bigger. We got to figure out. The- but see, this is why we need the parking space, like the parking room in the back of our store, because you can go chill there or somewhere else. You can't fit this in the back parking lot of the store. Mm. You can't. There's a. Have you? I don't know if you've been there. It's. It's a. Yeah. It would fit through the gate, but then it wouldn't be. Able, it wouldn't be able to turn. It would get stuck like that shift just in the Suez Canal. You wouldn't be able to get it through. All right. Well, we God, bought a limo. That's, that's exciting. You guys are. Hey. You guys are bought a limo. Nick, the name of this podcast uh, is. A limo and two hot tubs. Or we bought a limo and two hot tubs. Do you want a license plate to be like P and B, pillows and beer? Well, see, P&B. that's what Craig said at first, but but I think you got to make it a little more, you know, absurd. Like you know, Du Bois or what? You know, Easy Money. I think Easy Tushy. Money is hilarious. Dude, Easy Money is so funny. Easy, easy money. money. Can you do like EZ with dollar sign? EZ I doubt it. Sign? Yeah, I, I highly Come doubt on, it. We can. So. Craig's a lawyer; he can get it done for us. Yeah, I've got the in it though. If anyone can get it done for us, <clears throat> I, I love. If the I've got any resumes in my. This is so amazing. We just bought a limo. I want to see the inside. I know. I sent him. I sent him a text to ask for it. So he should. He should have some. Hold on. He's texting me back. His three little. The most oh, anxious look, you can ever get is when someone got, throws you three. We've got dots. messages now that. Like their friend, folks are in driving slash executive protection. We don't need protection, but we just need a driver. We need protection from ourselves. You guys need protection from yourself. Yeah, exactly right. See, you do need protection from yourself. Yes. Executive protection is great from ourselves. Shut up, Jerry. <laughs> no, I don't want to hear it. I don't. Someone said they'll be our golf cart driver. No. Yeah, no. I'm gonna sell my golf cart. The whole point of having a golf cart is to have. Well, a if we have a limo, yeah, yeah, I'll get a bigger one. We get a bigger golf cart or a bigger limo. Oh, this thing's great, man. I, I mean, honestly, this thing is. Oh my god, this is I am pumped. <laughs> and like the driver will have like ice in it, dude. We can fit plenty of people. Like there any event we be, ever have, there 12, needs to be a bottle of champagne. Twelve to fourteen people in the back ice bucket at all times. Yes. Like at all times, you can fit twelve to fourteen people in there. Yes, easily. and any event we go to, like for filming and shit, we're always gonna just pull up in our limo from now on. Uh, yeah, it's amazing, and we can drink whenever we want, and we never have to worry about driving again. Like I'm leaving in my limo, and you can't tell me that I'm not. Okay, so just you have put, a limo now. You have to call my driver. I wonder how many messages we get this week of people trying to hire be be your driver. I hope so. Over under seventy five. What do you think? I'm taking the over on that in a heartbeat. Yeah, this is amazing. All right, we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back.
All right, guys, we're going to get serious for a second. The last year has been hard on a lot of people, and that's why we're really excited to introduce our show's continual sponsor, BetterHelp Online Therapy. A lot of us take care of our bodies, but with how tough 2020 and 2021 have been, we might also want to think about taking care of our minds. There's a misunderstanding of what therapy is. It can be whatever you want it to be. It doesn't have to be sitting around talking about your feelings, but you can actually be talking about what's going on in your life now, whether it's it's a relationship you don't know what to do with, a career you're not happy with, or some choice that you really can't tell your family or friends because you feel guilty talking about it. That's right. So when everyone is struggling with something, there's no more shame. You don't have to tell everyone your personal business, but you can talk to a therapist about it privately. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours, which I find to be a huge bonus because when you make that decision to seek therapy, might as well do it now before you talk yourself out of it. Join the millions of people who are seeing what therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and Pillows and Beer listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash pillows. That's BetterHelp. B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash pillows. Guys, I got to tell you about this new product that I've been eating and snacking on for the last few weeks. Austin, I know you love it too, but it's called Outstanding Foods. What it is is a great alternative to unhealthy snacks. I snack all day and all night. Honestly, I used to be a big ice cream guy, big popcorn guy, and now I love these alternative pork rinds. They're amazing. When I first tried it, I knew I had a winner. And as I continue to try flavors more and more each week, I'm hooked. And I don't have to feel guilty about snacking before bed. That's right. Something that we've been snacking on constantly while we sit here and podcast or we're hanging out and making a fire at Craig's. I know it sounds strange, but Outstanding Foods has two delicious plant-based snacks. Okay, now the flavors that Craig and I like to eat the most are Hella Hot and Texas Barbecue. I'm a Texas Barbecue guy. Craig is a Hella Hot guy. It's just one of those things. Craig and I don't really agree on anything, and this is also one of them. But we're sitting here as we podcast, snacking on these all the time. But what we do agree on is that Outstanding Foods really creates these addictively delicious snacks. What's wild is that they're 100% plant-based and packed with protein and nutrition. All of their products are crafted by Chef Dave Anderson, who led research and development at Beyond Meat and created the Beyond Burger, which honestly took me a while to get behind but with products like Outstanding Foods coming along with these new plant-based recipes, I can't help but love them. All of their products are free of gluten, free of GMOs, free of artificial ingredients, trans fats, cholesterol, and soy, and are certified kosher, certified plant-based, and certified gluten-free. And as you hear, Austin cannot keep his hand out of the bag. I tried, Craig. I'm eating one right now. Now, just to sweeten the deal, some notable celebrity investors. Sorry, I'm... As he's chewing. But I'm telling you, these things are addictive, but you they're guilt-free. So some so some notable celebrity investors include Daniela Monet, Snoop Dogg, and Rob Deerdeck. Outstanding Foods has a 60-day money-back guarantee. Meaning if you don't love it, you get your money back, no questions asked. 
We've worked out an exclusive deal for Pillows and Beer listeners. Receive 25% off your first order. Go to outstandingfoods.com slash pillows and beer or use code pillows and beer at checkout to claim this deal. That's O-U-T-S-T-A-N-D-I-N-G-F-O-O-D-S.com slash pillows and beer for 25% off your first order. How powerful is the Cox Network? So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply. All right, everybody, now joining us is our friend, Mr. Keegan Bradley, a four-time PGA Tour winner, which includes a PGA Championship in 2011. In his rookie season, might I add. Um, let's see, a, a, father to, a father to one, right? A two. father to one and a father husband, a father to two. Good I'm job, sorry. Austin. I know, terrible. <laughs> a father to two. That's right. Right, this right, is right. Why that's we why we had to do this at uh, this time because they're both sleeping right now. Thank God we got a little break. Oh, perfect. Well, you're going to hang out with us. Damn it. I'm... We're having a beer for you. Yeah, we're right. having a beer. And, uh, and damn it. It's all right. Well, I mean, you got to. Gotta... We're all in now. Press we're all in now. now. Yeah. Um, he's married to beautiful Jillian Stacy. That's right. Two yes. sons. And, um, yeah, it sounds like you've had a heck of a career so far, which is really fun. We were telling everyone a little earlier that we've never actually gotten to hang out. Well, we've never gotten to party together. We've we've seen each other in person as in like waving to each other on the golf course. But uh, other than that, we've only had an online relationship, essentially. Yeah, I mean, I – so when I married my wife, Jillian, she was into every Bravo show you could you could watch. So when we first started dating – she sort of forced me to watch some of the shows. And then there were a few shows that I loved and your guys show was one of them. We, we like, we can't wait for, for, I think it's Thursday nights where it was on. We, we were by the TV watching. We love summer house as well, but you guys are like a list celebrities in our world. <laughs> That's amazing. That's why we were kind of saying, I was like, it's always interesting talking to professional athletes or like real actors or actresses that watch our show because it's like, what are you doing watching us? But, you know, it's always kind of a similar answer of that. Like, it's just a fun escape. You know, we're just, we're just entertaining. I can't help yeah. it. You guys are very entertaining. Oh man. No, no, that's so kind because, um, you know, wait, can we, whatever. well, I was going to say, have you always been into reality tv or did it take your wife kind of getting you into it it sort of took my wife getting getting me into it but like we the first real reality show i watched was vanderpump rolls on uh, bravo and then uh then it was southern charm and i just love we just love southern charm because it just um it's always fun to see the guys hanging out and you know, going out at night and it's Thank just, you. you guys are so fun to watch. And, we, <laughs> and, and like you said, it's just a, it's a great escape. And it's, it's just a fun, you guys are, are awesome. Well, you guys aren't that far away. You should come up for, um, 
you know, if we start filming again here soon, you guys should, should come, come up for anything. Yeah. I'll make a cameo. Yeah, that would be love awesome. That. Would love that. We Just have like a you're um, in the background at some party. You're like, wait a minute. Pause. Well, that's, rewind. Is that Keegan back there? I think we should use. We're having. <laughs> um, we're about to open a store in Charleston in like a month and a half from now, and I think we're going to use that as a way to invite all our uh, our buddies and friends uh, to Charleston. So that could be fun. God, Keegan, man, there are so many things that I want to talk to you about, and I'm and I'm like trying to, you know put them in order in my brain, right? Because right now I'm like, what about this? And what about this? What about that? So let's start with, um, let's start with the last time that you, you know, nervous, we saw each other. No, no, no. Let's start with the last time that, you know, we saw each other. Okay. Yeah, you guys were, you guys were rocking and rolling. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. So I feel like we've talked about this before on the podcast. We've talked about our infamous time at tpc sawgrass yeah you can set a quick scene yeah beautiful 85 degree day in jacksonville florida it's a beautiful yeah in uh in ponte vedra beach yes and uh and the tpc the tpc tournament is uh underway and we are waiting the 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 players championship we'll we'll do like a a future like a, a flashback but it's austin and i are waiting at these ropes to uh cross a fairway where there was probably 500 to 1000 people i mean that that tournament I'm guessing it's just always packed, right? Yeah, it is. It's one of the biggest events uh, um, outside the majors. It is the biggest event. It's I, it's it's the PJ Tours flagship. It's um, it's a big event for sure. There's yeah. tons of people there every week. Yeah, and so you see Keegan walking okay. down the fairway. Okay. Yeah, go to that. Right. Tell him what happened. So and so I I don't know if you remember this, but but you had just you know teed off. I I have no idea you know which hole it was. You know you're in the middle of the fairway. You're snacking. Right. And, you know, you're walking and everyone's waiting across and, 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 and I just like, you know, belted it out. I was like, Keegan! and you know, you looked over and you were like, where's Shep? And I just <laughs> gave you this, like, this, like, you know, Shep is dead look. Right. And then you're yeah. like, oh man, you know, and, and then I think that's all that, you know, we got to say to each other, but then we began a DM and you were like, Shep was, you know, Shep was texting me, you know, late last night. He was, he say. was, I, I, uh, he, so I saw you guys. And it was funny because my wife said she could hear Craig's voice. You've got a very distinct voice. I remember <laughs> saying, I, I heard and I, I could have sworn it was Craig's voice. And then I looked over and it was him. And so that was funny. But I, yeah, uh, Chef was sending messages. Um, let's say they were pretty late. And then uh, I played the next day and then like it's popping up on my phone, TMZ, uh, Chef from Southern Charm gets asked to leave the the players they had a video of him in some tent somewhere like you know wailing around getting getting tossed out exactly what happened <laughs> that's actually a pretty good description yeah. of of like shep drunk like you know wailing around yeah, well like, he's so big that it's hard for him to blend in like you're gonna see him if he's hammered somewhere yeah yeah but i feel like i feel like shep he he's got to do that every now and then to keep up his like street cred of like the party guy so like exactly. when I read when I read Shep getting tossed out of the players, I'm like, awesome. He's still got it. He's still doing <laughs> like, it. That is He's so on brand. About, you don't want to read about Shep like um you want to read about him doing stuff at parties. You, you that yeah. that's the stuff you want to see. And he's still uh, got it. I was so pumped to see you guys and uh but I think there I think the the Bravo world and the golf world do share a, a, a fan base, certainly, because I know uh there's a bunch of other players out in the tour that it's like a secret thing that they that they watch bravo and watch uh, watch you guys and the other shows and, that's uh, awesome you guys were definitely popular well i mean we went out i mean dj is like that 
DJ and Paulina and we've become friends with them, them through it. And DJ watches the show and he's, yeah, you know, he's a soft-spoken guy, but he knows what's going on with it. And it's always fun to find out, you know, who else is, who is the guy that we played with in Bermuda? Really nice guy from Augusta. Ah, we played with someone. Oh, I hate that. I forget his name. Oh God. He's from Augusta. Yeah. Very clean cut, tall guy hits the hell out of the ball. Oh, fuck. All right, well, we'll think of it. Um, but yeah, he's from Augusta. You can but edit he, it back in. Yeah, yeah we'll have to. Yeah. We'll have to <laughs> Nick, we'll edit cut, that out. Yeah, Nick, <laughs> cut that. Um, Some guy that we don't know from uh, Augusta. But then we also share in common now. We just got to hang in your hometown for a little bit, which was kind of cool. Or where you grew up? Were you born in Stowe, or did you just so go up there? My wife and I were both born in Vermont. Um, I was born in a place called Woodstock, Vermont, which is in the middle part of the state, but. I, we, Jill and I just went to Stowe, like, uh, probably over the summer. It's one of the, did you guys love it? See, this is what I wanted to see. We went in the winter. It was obviously yeah. colder than a well digger's ass, you know, just every day it was just, you know, you wake up and, and Craig and I were like, we are underpacked. We are underpacked. <laughs> yeah. What were we thinking? We knew it was going to be cold, but not like in the teens every you know day. And so every day when we were walking through town in Burlington, I was like, I want to come back in the summertime. It's probably absolutely beautiful. People are out to play. Probably it's like, finally, you know, they shake off. I like, I mean, we still had a blast though. So we, no, totally. We spent time in Burlington and then we spent time in Stowe and Stowe is still pretty quiet right now. Yeah. Um, with everything going on but i thought it was that was a rad it reminded me of being in like a hallmark movie essentially yeah yeah it looks like a fake town when you drive through it but But austin did say like some he's like i want to come up in the summer because he's a huge fish head and you know he wants to do all the fish stuff and huge yeah yeah well obviously um smugglers notch which is near stowe is one of the coldest ski areas in the country so you guys are like right there it's in in burlington is right on the lake there so it's super windy are there uh is there good golf in that area it's okay i mean the up there the season's so short is because of the weather that the the golf courses aren't great but around burlington there's some good courses that you can go play but it's the the season there is probably four or five months is because just because of how cold it is so then, so then where did you, you know, grow, grow your love for you know golf? So my dad was a, a club pro and, uh, in, in, uh, Vermont. And then in the winters I ski raced, so I would travel Vermont skiing. So I, I skied Stowe and smugglers and all a those ski racer. Yeah. I mean, Maybe. that was like, that was a huge part of my life for a while until I sort of, um, in high school, I just got so much better at golf than I did skiing that I, I started to sort of just focus on that. But I grew up skiing all over that state and where you guys were. I love Stowe is my favorite ski area I've ever been to. Yeah. So, so I mean, really? it's a great spot. Yeah. God. <laughs> so, you know, we met some really, really cool people out there. Um, okay. And Kyle told us this, like, you know, every chance, you know, that he got, but, but his grandfather has like a, a lifetime pass there because they were instrumental in getting the first chairlift to Stowe, something oh, like wow. that. You know, he, he has a lot of histories like, Oh, you know, my 92 year old grandmother or 98 year old grandmother, you know, lives, you know, down, down here. And yeah, he's, he's, he's got a lot we're of, we're actually, there. we're drinking his lover boy. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. We need some of your trop hop. Dude, that's what I just poured us. So look, nice. I'll show you, we've got Paul and Sean. In the podcast, or oh, that's that's great. And so we're drinking trop hop at the moment, but no, please, man. After this, 
Um, send me your address and I will send you some on, on the hush hush. Okay. Yeah, we drank a lot of lover boy over the past. <laughs> it, <laughs> so much lover boy. It's insane. <laughs> so what? So you just, I mean, how, how competitive were we talking where did you have to make a choice to focus on golf or were you still seasonally like you can play golf in the spring and then you're ski racing in the winter? So I think one of the, one of the reasons that helped me succeed in golf is that, you know, I didn't grow up in this, in the South where they're playing year round. So when I was younger, those guys were all beating me and like, I couldn't sort of keep up, but also I, at the time it came to turn pro or go to college, I'd been playing, I would playing way less than them. So I was way less burned out in, in Vermont when the winter would come, I'd get so excited to go, to go start skiing and, and ski race and stuff. And then as soon as the spring came around, right around this time, but right around the masters was when we could start playing. And I just was a little more fresh than, than the other guys. And um, it just, when I got to about 15 or 16, it was definitely certain I wasn't going to be a professional skier when I got older and golf was definitely becoming um, something that I knew I could probably get a scholarship for in college or, and I always wanted go? to play in the tour. I went to St. John's university in Queens, New York. Yep. And uh, Big I sport. always wanted to play on the PGA tour since I was a little kid. And, um, that just became, it just was so important in my life. And I just, I started to, I could was gradually improving a little more than I was skiing. That's still just as cool. I mean, I'm saying just as cool now as it was then. I know you've been playing on the tour and it might still feel as cool, but to people like us playing on the PGA tour is rad. Like that's a really, <laughs> well, definitely. really cool. And I think it's be, being friends with you guys is awesome because we feel like we get to share that a little bit, that excitement. Well, right. I, um, the first time I spoke to to Shep was because I saw you guys playing. It was actually uh, when they when um, you went to visit your parents and Whitney and some of the guys blew your spot oh. up at the t- <laughs> you were playing some course. And I uh, I tweeted at Shep about how you guys were playing, and that's sort of how we got connected. But of course, um, Twitter. Playing, that's too yeah, funny. Playing the playing the tours is unbelievable. It uh, I feel so lucky every single day to be playing out there, but. Um, and it's a it's amazing when you're sort of work your whole life and you can finally get there and, and experience it and and really think back at all the the work was worth it that sort of thing. But um, I I'm thankful every day that I get to play out there. That's amazing. So 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 let's go to um, arguably your greatest achievement on the golf course on the golf course is that 2011 PGA Championship. There is there's a there's a question in specific that, that I want to ask you, right? Let's just like, you know, whisk away back to 2011. Well, where for was everyone, by the way, everyone listening, yeah. Keegan and his first, uh, it was your major debut. So you were yeah. a, a young buck. You never played in a major yeah. before. Yeah. Yep. And this has only happened six other times in history. I, I mean, think, talk about the players. Talk about a young buck. I mean, that is as green as it gets. Yeah. I mean, I, I, it was my first major I'd ever played in. I showed up at the course. I remember on Monday and I didn't have my credential on me and they didn't let me come into the course. I had to like call the tournament because no one knew who I was, you know, at that point in my career. And I, I was, I remember sort of walking in and seeing when you register for the, for the tournament at majors, they always have the trophy sitting there, like where you register and you, you sign all this stuff. And I remember looking at the trophy. So it's just taunting you. It's, just yeah, it's just like, wow. Like it, and so at this point I'm 25, I've been on, this is my rookie year. 
everything is shocking. I, I can't believe that I'm out there with Tiger Woods. I can't believe that I'm, you know, I'm, I'm playing in a major. And then I, you walk into the register and you see this, the Wanamaker trophy. Wanamaker just sitting there. Yeah. It's sitting there. And, um, it was just like, I, it's one of those stunning moments that like, wow, this is, this is a huge accomplishment for me to just be in this field playing. And then, you know, a week later I was driving home with it in my lap, uh, leaving the course at 12 o'clock at night from doing all the stuff. And I, it was just a, obviously a life changing week. Yeah. That's awesome. Did you talk to it? I would have been like, what's oh my up, God, did you cry to it? Did you? So I, so I won the, did you make the love tournament. to it? I, well, I won the tournament and you go when, so they, they basically lock you in a room for like two hours and each in media outlets get 10 minutes. So, so it's just like over and over. It's the same questions and yeah. you do, you do it till about 12 and you got to sign a thousand things. And then, so it's finally time. It's like, all right, you get to leave. And I, I just picked up the trophy and I'm walking out, like I'm walking out of the clubhouse with the, with the Wanamaker trophy. And I'm, I I'm in my agent's car, Ben at the time. And I, I just put it in my lap and we're driving home and we're like looking at each other. Is this, is this real? This is really happening. Are we allowed to take then, this? Uh, <laughs> so then I, I, I was like, Oh, I really wanted to like celebrate and have some drinks. And you know, I, I, my family was there and all the stores were closed. Everything was closed at the time. I couldn't get anything. So I went home and all we had were a couple of Bud Lights and cereal. So I have this photo with the Wanamaker trophy, like sitting on this coffee table with like some Bud Lights and some cereal. And then I brought it up into my room and put it right in my bed and, and just like, <laughs> oh let it, it just was like, and then I woke up. I remember waking up. Can you up send us my, that photo by the way? Yeah, I can, I can. Please. I would I, love uh, to post that for you. Definitely. And I woke up and I was looking at the trophy and it's just like, and, and at the time, like I'm looking at my Twitter and I had like 2000 followers, let's say. Every time I'd refresh it, I'd have like three or 4,000 more followers. And then I would, you know, I'd go on and um, I'd, I'd have put my phone down. I'd come back. I'd have 100 new text messages, 200 new things. And then That's my awesome. agent's calling me. He's like, uh, you got to do this, this, and this. And it was just like so surreal of, of a moment. And um, I think back now and it's just like, it's so, I'm so grateful that it happened. That's so cool because... I mean, you know, if you think about it, I mean, like, you know, golf, like, you know, you're out there, like, you know, by yourself. And of course, you know, your caddy's there, but I mean, it is like a singular like accomplishment, you know, it's, it's, it's not like a team sport. It's not a, right. So it's like, you know, you win and it's like, you know, Keegan Bradley wins, not like, you know, you know, the LA Lakers win. It's like, you know, wins. We like to use the, the analogy of if you're having a bad night, there's no one to pass the ball to like in a basketball team or you can't, I'm having a bad night. So you take over today. So you're, I mean, you're very, it's, it's, you're very much on your own. It's a lonely sport. Most of the time you're, you're pissed off and you're bummed out, but there, well, for those, for those times where you get to like have the Wanamaker in my lap, it's uh, it's pretty unbelievable. Okay. So <clears throat> speaking of passing the ball to someone, I feel like there was a time that day that you really wanted to pass the ball to anyone but yourself, or maybe you're the one that's like, cause sometimes if you're like take baseball and you're shortstop and there's two outs in the last inning, you're like, hit the ball to me. And then there's some people that are like, don't hit the ball to me. Actually, Austin, you just ask him what I want to okay, ask. Okay. 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 So, so you just told us how incredible of, inexperienced you know that it was and like you know you're sitting in the car and you know you're looking at this trophy and then you know you go home and 
you know, you put the thing like in bed. Okay. Now I want you to go. To You're 16. taking longer than okay. I took. Okay. Jesus. Okay. I want you to go, you know, to 16. No, okay? Just tell everyone what happened. Okay. So, so, so it was you, Austin, I was saying, set it up. What? Just, 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 just all right, after all this, do you know what we're about to ask you? Yeah. When, when I made triple. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. You're on the 16th, you know, T box. You had just made triple on 15. Like what is going through your head? Are you like, Oh my God. So I, um, I made a goal. I was a rookie again at the time. So I made a goal to myself that I wasn't going to look at any leaderboards throughout the day. Now I do, it would be a little different, but that day I was going to look at no leaderboards. So I was cruising along doing great. And I made triple on 15. And I figured I was probably done, you know, but there was like a, there was like a hundred yard walk from the 15th green to the 16th tee. And as a rookie in any year, any time play, there's always a lot to play for, whether you're coming in first, second, third, or 10th or wherever. And I just gave myself a pep talk going to the tee. I just said, this has got to be the best shot you've ever hit coming up here on this next hole on 16. It's a, it was a really tough par four. Like, let's just make the best swing on this hole you've ever made. And when people, people always ask me, what's the best shot you've ever hit? And it's a really boring answer, but it's the drive I hit on 16 because I hit an unbelievable drive. It was 30 yards past where I had been hitting it. And um, I made birdie on that hole. And then I birdied 17. And then um, Duff behind me made a couple bogeys and we, then we ended up in a playoff. See, that's wild because, I mean, yeah, you like you needed that you know, confidence builder on 16, you were like, hit this bomb right now. And then, you know, you're back, right? It, it's like, but you know, what was going on, you, you know, between your ears just must've been. Well, like, yeah, because hell. the thing is, is you, when, when you watch on TV, the announcers are only talking about who's winning and who's going to come in second, but you're, when you're playing for third versus fourth or 15th versus 16th, it could be hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars and a bunch of FedEx cup points. So like, there's never a time where, you're you're not going to win and you're like oh whatever like you're playing for a lot of money and a lot of points and a lot of world ranking points and maybe bonuses in your contract like there's there's always something to play for whether it's first or 30th place but that mental side i mean i played for two years in high school and i played golf for two years in high school and honestly the reason that i just never and you would never know (laughs) yeah right (laughs) but the hardest part and what I couldn't handle was the mental side of the game. I mean, if I three putted on a hole because in Delaware we played stroke play and we didn't play match play, I thought about it the rest of the round. I just and then I would end up losing by maybe a stroke or two at the end. Where if I would have just gotten over three putting on the fourth hole, I would have been fine. And so I've always, I've just always been fascinated by how you guys can hit that three putt or the like three foot putt for the win, or how you got over a triple bogey on sixteen. Uh, I mean, how, can you tell us a little bit about the mental side? Because people listening can take that into their regular lives with their businesses or anything like that. Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest difference between a PGA Tour pro and maybe a mini tour pro or a, a really good player that doesn't make doesn't make it on the tour is that is the mental side of it. But you're also, again, you're when you're watching on TV, you're always watching the guys leading or winning or right there. There's guys that you're not watching that just three putted one and are so pissed that they, that they screw up their whole round. I mean, it happens all the time, but the guys that especially near the lead, when something bad happens, you've got to be able to 
sort of move on from it. And sometimes it's easy, just like in anything in your life, sometimes something's really easy to just put behind you. And sometimes stuff like the smallest little thing can stick with you. But in a situation where, where I was in at, at the PGA, I had no other choice. It was either, it was either I can pout about it or I got to move on here. And I still got a very good chance to, to win the tournament or, you know, have a really top finish. And it's those moments that, that you think back on in your career and you can think like, wow, that was, that was amazing that we were able to, to do that. And something that you can always look back on and take from. Well, you deduced it down to that one shot, which I think is incredible where you were like, you were able to put everything behind you and said, don't even have a good hole. You're just like, let's hit the best shot I've ever hit now. I think that can be taken for a lot of things. Like tomorrow's the next day of the rest of your life or, you know, the next shot I hit is the next shot of my round. So I think that's awesome. The shot of my career. I mean, <clears throat> you know, it, it's like funny to see how like, you know, humbly that, you know, you talk about it, right. As if it's like, look, you know, I didn't have a choice, you know, I, I, I you know, had to hit this shot or do this, but it's like that, that is you know, easier said than done, of course. So how much does your cat, how much do you think caddies play into golf game? A lot of people that never have a chance to talk to a pro. I mean, this is something that I asked DJ, like one of the first times we hung out was just because I don't know, I just didn't understand it because everyone watching on TV thinks that the golfer is doing everything, but I feel like golfers always have something to say about that yeah so the the role of the caddy has changed a ton over the last you know 30 40 even 50 years now the caddies are they're full-on professional caddies this is like what they do best and they prepare they get there on monday of the tournament they're out walking the course you know they're they know every inch of the golf course um and you're this is the one side of the, where there is a little team there. So when you win a tournament, it's not just me that wins it. It's your caddy also, because they're there every step of the way. It could be, it could be something, one little thing your caddy says after you've just three putted or done something bad that can kind of snap you out of it. And you really sometimes lean on your caddy. I mean, you're spending more time with that person and you're three feet away from that person at all times, more time with that person than a lot of people in your life so it's an important relationship to to have and they they're really I think their role has changed a ton over the years on the tour now they're they're pros they they're just they're the best at what when you see the caddies that are in the last groups on Sunday with the best players that's because they're the best caddies oh that's awesome I love for everyone to know that I mean because and you know it's not something that people get to hear that often and I've been told over the years now that you know, that without the caddy, you wouldn't be winning the tournaments you're winning, that they yeah. play an intricate role. I mean, so if, if, if you can't tell, you know, Craig and I are just, you know, major fans of golf and we just like, you know, want to ask, you know, these things because it, it's, you know, to me, it's like you're the most fascinating thing to listen to. Um, okay. We're going to start, start to run down um, some questions here and, and let's see what kind of things that, okay. So, um, you know, we know that, you know, you and Phil have, have a pretty good, you know, relationship. What, what's that like now? And, and like, you know, how instrumental was Phil in like in your golf game development as a pro? So when I came out on the tour in um, 2011, I was 25 and uh, Phil Mickelson was, is obviously still was Phil Mickelson. He was just like an idol of mine growing up. Just, I looked up to him. Everybody on the tour looks up to Phil and 
what took me by the surprise the most on the tour was how outgoing the veterans were to the rookies to help them to do whatever they needed as in any other sport. I don't think that that would happen, especially we're not teammates. We're playing against each other every week. And he was very aggressive in like saying, Hey, let's go play a practice round or let's go to dinner or what can I help you with? And it wasn't just golf stuff. It was business stuff. It was, you know, Hey, I, I'm, I got an opportunity to do this with a logo or a corporate day. What do you think? And his advice was always so great. And it was, it helped me when I got into these big spots in, in some of these tournaments where I'd already played with Phil, I'd already played with these big name players. So I wasn't as awestruck as maybe some of the other guys were. And I thank Phil for that. Um, to this day, every, every now and then I'll send him a text, you know, thank you for, thank you for choosing me to be your Ryder cup partner. Thanks for, you know, asking me to come play a practice round somewhere. Yeah. It's very cool. That's so cool. Who are you uh, just to give them a shout out? Who are your sponsors right now? Um, Srixon, Travis, Matthew. Love Travis Matthew. Yeah. um, Jordan. Yeah, man. Talk about Jordan brand. (laughs) Let's talk about that, dude. Your shoes are (laughs) on fire. I think it's amazing. And Shep has been wearing them now. Like, you know, Jordan shoes on the course. I'm like, Shep, you have zero swagger. You have zero zero reason to wear these shoes like you are an old dad who should not have on like your jordan brand because they're very swaggy shoes yeah well i uh i've always been always loved jordan shoes and i got the opportunity to sort of help out with the start of maybe some golf shoes through the jordan brand and i i flew out to oregon and we did all these tests and i was able to sort of give some input on what i wanted in my shoe technically for for to swing a golf club to walk around um to maybe support different areas that would help my back or my my legs that i had some knee i had some left knee issues and i sort of mentioned it to them and ever since i've worn these shoes i haven't had any of that and they look at their shoes like a like an f1 car mechanic would look at it they look at how long the laces are how wide the tongue is if we lengthen the tongue a little bit when it rains the water won't come through your shoe it's stuff like that and um, plus, it's just it's pretty cool to be a part of that brand. Like, yeah, to be uh, a professional athlete sponsored by Jordans, that's awesome. I, I think it's interesting, right? Because it, it it's like not a brand that you would associate much, you know, with golf. Have you met Jordan? I have, yeah. I I, I play a bunch of golf with him down here in Florida, and um, we sort oh, of struck up a friendship. <laughs> nice, yeah. But he uh, he loves golf. Is he still a gambler? gambler cigar smoker uh, he likes to he likes to play golf put it okay. I, mean, <laughs> I mean man the guy said uh, you know watching something and not to talk like you know too much about jordan but but that he literally was like you know at, at like my peak i play three like three rounds of golf a day and smoke like you know 15 you know cigars and then like, win, win a basketball man. game like 15 cigars that's that's outrageous well he he's got a moat like he's he's never he never gets tired like i play i'm exhausted and he's ready to like play another he plays 36 he's he's just the one thing i can say about mj is he's just the greatest guy like i I, I, there's 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 it's a weird thing in in my life where i've gotten to grow up and not only meet a lot of my idols but become friends with them it's with some of them and that's not always a good thing to meet your idols and to to 
not only meet them, but maybe go to dinner, hang out with them because sometimes they don't live up to, to sort of your expectations. But MJ is so far beyond that. He's, he's a guy that I really envy, you know, in a lot of ways, but he treats my friends well. He treats everybody around him well. And I'm just lucky to have met him and be friends with him. That's awesome. What was the, um, what was the first time that you I played with you um, that, Jordan, which honestly, I feel like he's one of those guys that you play any sport with him, And you're like, this is like, you're just an athlete. Like you well, like, yeah. of course he was a professional baseball right. and basketball. Right. And, and he's like, you know, competitive as all hell. So like, you know, to, you know, to further that, you know, so you're a, a professional golfer. Okay. You are better at like, you know, you're supposed to be better at golf you know, than him, but I bet that he like, you know, wants to make it like, you know, competitive. And he's like, I, I'm going to beat you. And then you're like, Jordan, but you're not supposed to beat me. I mean, like, you're not going to beat me. I'm better than you. It just is what it is. And he's like, fuck you. Let's play a hundred K hole. And you're like, Whoa. <laughs> yeah. What happened that first day you played with him? Were you, do you get nervous? Like starstruck with that stuff or no? Yeah. I mean, I, the first time I met him was at the, um, we were at the Ryder cup at Medina, which was in Chicago. So we were, it was the day before the first round and, the day before the first round of the Ryder cup is when you start to get really nervous, <laughs> like, like not nervous, like with anything else in your life, like nervous, almost like you can't breathe. Like maybe get on and, a plane and go home nervous. <laughs> like you're like, yes. maybe I'm just going to go home. Hurts nervous. Yeah. Like I, that's, that's what was happening. And we're all sitting like what in Craig the team does. room. We're all sitting in the team room and, um, you know, we're now this is the night before it's, it's just quiet. Like no one's joking around because it's, it's really, really nerve wracking. And in comes MJ and he gives us this little speech and That's it so was sick. like, it was like, holy shit, this is intense. Like, this I don't know real. if I can handle this. And so we sort of struck up a friendship there, but um, I, I've always felt comfortable with MJ just because of the guy he is. He's just a normal guy. He's the most normal superstar i don't know what you want to call him just he's just a normal guy a guy you'd hang out with well and yeah representing the um united states has got to be a dream of every young athlete that's ever grown up playing sports i mean that's oh pretty awesome i love the Ryder cup so much yeah I um, do too. Did where, you was, get- where was the tournament in uh in 2011 because the following year was on was on Kiowa. Kiowa, yeah, it right. was at Atlanta Athletic Club. Atlanta Athletic Club. It was Atlanta, okay, in Georgia, and then uh, it's key. It's actually a Kiowa this year too. The yeah, PGA. it is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're all going. Um, yeah, it should be fun. Well, we're trying to decide <clears throat> this weekend. Oh, right, right. We're right, going to um, you know, Nemecolon or Nemecolon or Nemecolon. Have you ever heard of that outside of uh-uh. Pittsburgh? I'm no. not sure. Basically, Shep, a couple of peep die golf courses. Yeah, Shep hooked us up or hooked us into this this golf trip for the Masters, which I committed to not knowing just because I was telling my assistant to answer the email and I didn't care. And now, of course, I've avoided his calls for the last week because he knows that I'm about to bail on this trip. It, it's so dumb, by the way, Keegan. It's so dumb. I mean, we're literally going to get you know taken care of in like every sort of five star way possible with two beautiful like you know Pete Dye courses. These like you know Masters watch parties. We can do all these awesome things. We eat at these five star you know restaurants in typical Craig fashion. He's like, I signed this thing, but I. I don't know if I'm going to go. And, and me and Shep are like, I could strangle you. Like I, I could strangle you. Like, why would you not come well, and we, have fun with your we kids have guests and play coming. golf and watch the masters? And that's a, yeah, that's a I, classic Shep 
Craig fight that could be on your show right there. That's like a storyline that you could have. Dude, but but it's happened it's, more times than you. But but like it's always me in the middle of it, right? Because then I'm trying to like you know convince Craig you know to come, and Shep's like, no, fuck it, fuck it. You know he doesn't <laughs> want to come, fuck it. You know his loss. You know what an idiot. And I'm like, no, no, no. Let me talk to him. And then Craig's like, I don't know, man. And I'm like, God, well, Craig, commit to anything look, in your life, please. So oh, that's coming from you. Okay, that's crazy. L- listen, I. I over okay. Follow through. I overbook myself. That's the thing. And so instead of looking at my calendar, we had some friends said that they asked if they could come to Charleston this weekend, and I was like, yes. And so I feel this this kind of um, duty towards them to show them the best weekend in Charleston. And we definitely have a routine that we do, and that includes Saturday. So I I have to be here Saturday. And so then I found out that I also had these other plans with Shep and I also like kind of fucking with him and Austin knows that I'm not going to decide until the day of um, <laughs> but yeah it's so annoying and- <laughs> it, it's so annoying you know for me especially you know because Shep will call me and just all this shit happens but it, it's just like a fun trip like you know the boys are going to take a trip no, and play course. a bunch of golf look if I and watch you know, I'm going to come Thursday Friday but yeah it's exactly what you see on TV is wait when yeah. you come You'll hang out come on through I don't know we'll figure it out but <laughs> see, that's Craig's way of saying that he's not going to figure who it does, out uh, so no, that's a day up decision. who's your uh who are your buddies on uh the tour like if you go on a trip to the the wives have friends and stuff like that or how does it work because you guys so, play a lot yeah yeah so um my closest friend on the tour is a, is a guy named brendan Steele, and his wife is named anastasia and they're they're we're big they're big you guys fans so we oh, were uh, yeah they're they're um big bravo uh, uh fans and they're we're very close but our families they have a young daughter and uh so it's it it makes it nice when you can have some friends out there because especially with covid and corona uh, virus our families aren't traveling at all on, through the tour so it's nice to have some people to hang out with because you know it can get the the playing on the tour is unbelievable, but it can get a little lonely. You're in hotels, especially during Corona where you can't do anything. We're getting tested uh, regularly. And if you get positive, you're, you're, you're out of the tournament. So we kind of have to really lay low. So it is nice to have, there's a, there's a sense of family on the tour for sure. That's good. Who's uh, if I do make it to Nima Cullen, it is a gambling trip. Well, I don't know if you can give gambling yeah. advice, but who's your pick for uh, this weekend? You have any well, insight your, or your boy? Uh, your boy DJ is always a good pick. That's uh, who I'm. I'm taking. God, I'm he's looking strong. Is I'm, he not? I like. I think Xander Shoffley is a guy that like is knocking at the door. He plays nice. well every week, and I would. I would be. I wouldn't be surprised if he won. He's sleeping. Wow. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, man. What about what about you know Jordan? Right. I mean, like you know, Jordan's got his first win since what 2018. I mean, does this like, you know, what does it mean to like, you know, win a tournament the week before, you know, a major? Is that just like, I mean, all of the juice in the world, like all the confidence in in the world? I mean, how does that translate? Well, I think for a guy like Jordan, who always plays well at the Masters, he's just looking for any sort of way to feel ready to win that tournament. But to go out in San Antonio and win man that he's his home there's state something that happens yeah there's something that happens when you when you win a tournament you feel it's so hard to do it and it's so stressful and it's it's just everything about it is tough especially when you hadn't won in a couple of years or, or you know for for him not winning 
over a couple of years is a big deal. For a lot of people, it's not that big of a deal. But to get that win going into a week where he's historically done well, I'd be shocked if he wasn't at least in the conversation for somebody see, to win. See, this Spieth win just throws a whole wrench into all my plans. You know, I'm I'm sitting here and I'm like, you know, I mean, Spieth is what like a four time major champion or something. So so hot, and and then and then like you know, PGA Tour or something. You know, they posted this thing, and I was like, this was kind of like a backhanded compliment. It was like you know, Jordan Spieth, you know, first first win as a husband and then it was like then i was like oh you know that's cool and then i was like you know he just got married and then i looked it up and it was like you know 2018 i was like that was kind of a dick it was kind of like a dick post you know pga tour because they're kind well, of just, I, you know, highlighting the fact he hadn't won in three years i think if you're gonna try to pick a master's winner you first have to look at guys because it's the only major that we play on the same course so you can look at past results and know there's always a group of guys that plays well every year there and Jordan is certainly one of them. And now if he was having a horrible year, him coming into the masters, I would still, he'd still be a pick of mine just because of he, the course fits his eye and he can win there no matter how he's playing. That's cool. Are, so are you going <clears> to, <throat> that's actually great advice and I'm going to have some fun with that. No, it's are, terrible <laughs> advice. Cause I don't know who to bet. <laughs> are on you, uh, are you going to be up here in Kiowa? What is that this year? Yeah, this May seventeenth or something to the twenty third yeah. or something like that. Yeah, Kiowa. I love Kiowa. I, okay. I I played there. I played there the last PGA, and um, it's a tough course. But obviously, it's windy and it, there's water everywhere. But it's a is great it the ocean great course track. that they play. Ocean. Oh, it yeah. is windy. Yeah, ocean ocean was there this public. morning. I literally played. You know, this morning I didn't play ocean this morning, but uh, you know, I woke up after Easter, played. You know, a quick a quick nine with my play? dad. Cougar. I, I played cougar. Yeah. Like it was not a cloud in the sky. I mean, it is it is gorgeous. So no yeah. no doubt it's going to be beautiful weather here when the PGA comes. Well, if you guys stay an extra day or two, I know that's a probably a busy weekend. Or if you guys ever get a chance to come up at another time, we'd love to host you and your yeah, wife thanks. and the kids and take you out. Because at Charleston's, I, I mean, have you gone out? Like, we'd love to go to dinner. I've never been. I've never been to Charleston. Oh yeah, you're. We'll have a we'll have a good time up here. And if we we're supposed to come down to Jupiter soon too, so maybe definitely we'll go tee it up. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Do you play with like friends that aren't yeah, yeah, pros? That's a good question. Like, that's you, that's yeah. a good question. Is, would it be insulting should, for us to be I like ask a PGA tour member yeah. to play golf or to see like you know roll his eyes and be like, right? Like if we came down, would we play golf or no? Yeah, definitely. I would love to play with you guys. That would be fun. Okay, cool. Because. <laughs> We played with oh so Shep texted me the name of the guy so we played with Luke List in Bermuda. Do you oh, know Luke? Yeah, yeah, I know Luke. Luke, um, I'm really close with Luke List. Yeah, yeah. he Luke's was a great, he's guy, a great guy. Man. He was great. He guy. was awesome. I like his caddy too. Yeah, he was. Oh yeah, the the older guy. Like yeah, the yeah, he was great. The South African. He hits it. He hits it really far. Luke List. He's one yeah, of the longest Luke guys was on the tour. Absolutely striping the ball. Well, Hey, how about uh? Do you have any? All these people listening are like, oh my god, there's so much golf talk. But yeah, I mean, but what? they're gonna be like, care. they're gonna I'm get their fan. boyfriends and their husbands and be yeah. like, hey, I'm a got fan. Some gambling advice. I'm a fanboy. Do you okay. have any um some uh Southern Charm questions for us or like gossipy questions? Okay, I have a couple questions. One, I this is something that my wife Jill and I always laugh about. Let me see your your pinky, Craig. And what the hell mangled no. yes, yes, it's yes, so yes. fucked up. Show it to him. Show it to him. Show Austin's we, the only we one. We always that... watch. We always were watching him. We're like, look at Craig's pinky. It's I so hide it well, dude. You just hit Craig's like Achilles right, heel, so, man. Straight oh, up. Man. Yeah. So it's stuff like that. Look at this, dude. 
Describe this is it. My wife, Jill. She's Hi, Jill. Hey. How are you? Hi. This is no, like no, no, the no. thing I'm most self-conscious about in the Describe entire it. world, and Describe I hide it, it so well. Please. It just curled up. <laughs> no, not you. How could no. can you even? Actually, it's like in the form of a golf. Yeah, trip. no, Very it works. Fine. It just got stuck. So he doesn't give a high yeah. five with um his right hand anymore because I said something. Look, I hide it very well. It actually, I can still golf with it, which is great. I just can't throw football. That's the only thing. I can throw a baseball. No, I can no, no. Golf. He can't do push-ups. Well, I have to use dumbbells <laughs> to do push-ups. But I'm sorry that I'm laughing, Craig. Yeah. Okay. No, I know. It's, it's fine. not some like I, um, deformity like on your face. or No, no, no. It's good. Everyone has to have at least one flaw, right? So it's mud- oh, my God. <laughs> uh, Wait, so my Jill, what are Jill's questions? Well, this is this is we were talking. We, we I was asking her, what should I ask these guys? So one of the things we talked about she was can join. This is what we always wonder. Is she's well, she's right here. She's right next to me. Okay. Uh, oh, we has she been wonder, the whole time. Okay. Yeah, yeah, she's been right here. <laughs> it's amazing. She's more she excited than I am. <laughs> Who's the bigger fanboy, Jill? Him, him, or me and Craig? <laughs> I mean, seriously. Equal, equal. So <clears throat> we always wonder. Okay, you're. And I know Austin, you came on a what season two or three? You came in a little after Craig, right? Yeah, four so, actually with Chelsea. At what point when you're so you film the show, no one knows who you are. Yeah. Then the the, the show starts to air. At what point did you are you walking around and people are sort of like looking at you like, oh my god, this is the guys from the show? Because for me, I I had won a tournament. I still no one knew who I was. I won the PGA and I came home and I went to dinner with my buddies at, at a restaurant that we always go to. And I could tell that people were like looking at me, knowing who I was. And it was so shocking to me. No, that and is, I always wonder what that's like for you guys. Yeah. yeah. It's a really it's actually good question. A great question. So, yeah. So I remember I was, you know, sitting at a bar when, when, um, you know, Bravo, like officially, you know, released, um, our cast photo for season four and I was on it and everyone's like, you know, who the hell is this guy? And, and then, you know, they released, you know, some articles being like, you know, meet, meet, like, you know, the newest cast member, Austin, you know, but that still was like, all right, well, like, you know, we don't care, you know, we don't care, we don't care, we don't care until like, you know, we meet him, right. Or until like, you know, he does something that like, you know, merits us to actually, you know, like him. So it probably took me the whole, you know, season. And it was like my arc, you know, with Chelsea. And I, and at the very end, I asked Chelsea, I was like, so like, are we going to do this or are we not? And then when we kind of began to date, is like when I noticed that all of a sudden I, I'd go out and everyone's like, where's Chelsea? We love you two together. And but that's when, that when it airing. like, and that's when it changed. And I was like, Oh sh- yeah, man. Cause like, you know, the whole first season, like, how do you know so much no, about like, my life? You know, the whole first season, like, you know, no, like, let's just be honest. Like, I don't care who you know you are. No one really cares about you. They're like, they're like, no, no, no. We know that like, you know, you might be great, but like, you know, what's Craig up to? Like what's Shep up to? What's Catherine up to, you know? And you know, and they're like, make me like you. Like, why should I like you? And I guess that it happened after, you know, the arc. I mean, I hate to call it that, you know, as if Chelsea is like an arc, but like, you know, in terms like a Bravo world, you know, the arc of like, you know, me dating someone and, and you know, figuring it out at the end. Yeah. Um, that's that's when it all kind of changed. See, and and mine was, people were like, Austin, we love you. And I was like, oh, shit. Mine was a little different because from the beginning, basically the rumors in Charleston got out that there was this show being filmed. Uh, and we were, we didn't ask you, Craig. We were very, I'm kidding. I don't think, yeah, he said, well, whatever. I'm going to answer the question. So he said different perspective. It was very close to Jersey shore ending. And so people in Charleston, anytime there's a new thing in any town, they're going to be dismissive about it and rude. So while we were filming before 
the show aired, we started to get shunned a little bit. I mean, I had gone to college here in law school, so it didn't really matter to me, but some of the new people. And then when the show aired, all of a sudden everyone wanted a picture, which was funny. And it wasn't until I was in Europe. I was in, so we're actually on tw- in 27 different countries, which is funny. And wow. so I was in Saint Tropez. Why do you know that? And so on, because I know all <laughs> of the weird like statistics behind our stuff. Like I know all of our numbers. And so I was in Saint Tropez for the first time ever. And someone came up. And so I was with my ex at the time. After season one? No, three. Oh, season three. And I was with Naomi in Saint Tropez and she was still kind of shitting on it. And someone came up and asked for a picture in Santa Bay. And I remember the look on her face when she was like, I don't really think I can call this bullshit anymore. And I was like, yeah, I fucking told you that like, <laughs> I'm <thing."> famous. Okay? <laughs> no, not that, but I do remember <laughs> when you leave the country and someone picks up on it and you're like, this is wild. And, we weren't in Canada for a long time. And so I remember no, I mean, being it was in, like, you know, before that though, make a season one and two. Were no, no, no. I'm just saying popular. that was the first feeling where I was like, this oh, is wild. Yeah. Um, but airports are airports are a lot, but Austin and I have just now started to sit down with fans at bars because with COVID there's limited tables. Yeah. Oh my God. So I if know. someone asks for a picture, Austin's like, can we just come sit with you? <laughs> see, okay. see, like, you know, that's kind of like, you know, Craig and I's, relationship where craig is like austin stop stop it stop it and i'm like because no, i'm really I'm gonna shy. walk right up to them and be like hey right you know so you know for instance at tpc i i was like keegan and craig was like oh my god austin and he like you know walked away he was all embarrassed and i was like no shut up craig and um you know but that's the kind of you know you have to have one in every you know relationship i'm just like i'm hyper aware of you stuff know, around me things. and i never want to bother anyone but um right it's it's and that and and oh Okay. And once again, like I'm in the medium, right? Like, you know, Shep is like, look at who I'm hanging out with. Right. And oh yeah. Shep always pulls his phone out. Yeah. And me and Craig are more, a a little more, you know, subdued, but, but I want to get there. Right. Because we're not going to meet them if we don't say hey to them, Craig. So like, you know, Ovechkin, you never would have met him. Had I not been like, Hey, Ovi, we're big fans. Oh yeah. We ran into Ovi and got to meet, you know, Ovi. Wow. Then he was like, who the hell are you losers? Yeah. Who's your star? No one. (laughs) Who's your starstruck? Never mind. What are, all right, I like these okay. questions. Other than these MJ. are good. Yeah. Other than MJ. Well, all right. What are your? What's another one? Okay, so we, Jill and I were we were talking about you guys last night, and uh, we. So I've been lucky enough. I've been lucky to meet some really famous people, presidents, actors, MJ, Tom Brady. But we get the most starstruck from like TV show people that we watch. That's so so we were out to we were out to dinner uh, a couple nights ago with our, some of our friends, and we're at this place in Jupiter that we go to, and we see Ramona at the bar, and like so that's <laughs> we like that's with like her before big, in, New York. in the wild, in the wild, like we see her, like she's over there, and she's doing she's doing exactly what she does. Yeah, Ramona show. stuff. Yep. Walking around to the different guys at the bar, like having a great time, and then it's we the exact same we walked out. Thing. We we actually walked out at the same time. She was at valet, and it was just. We were, we were, Jill and I were both starstruck to see Ramona. <laughs> I mean, that's amazing. We've, we've run into Ramona a couple of times. I did watch what happens with her. Hold on. I'm trying to find, and, uh, find my picture. Austin met her like in the Hamptons and the same thing. Like we were in Sag Harbor and she just at walking Bilbo, around with the glass and Bilbo talk, Cat. Yeah. Bilbo Cat and just talking to yeah, she, Well, we were, what we thought was so funny was, uh, 
she was acting exactly like it wasn't an act what we were seeing on the right. show like she was like really like <laughs> acting like Ramona in the wild we kept calling it seeing her in the wild uh but yeah that was that was funny she uh so I was on watch what happens with her and I was in my green screen room or like you know whatever like my green room and she was in hers and I had brought a college friend who was in the city and he was just wandering around the hallways and was pretty drunk and I was getting my hair and makeup done by Carolyn, who, Caroline, who's been there forever, Andy's girl. Anyway, so I hear Ramona be like, hey, come in here. And Pete goes into her room and she starts to talk to Pete. And Caroline looks at me and she's like, she 100% thinks he's you right now. And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and so Ramona starts to talk to Pete like he's with, like he's the guy that she's going right. on the show with. Right. And one of her team members comes in and they're like, who the fuck are you? And he's like, I'm Pete. And Ramona's like, who the fuck is Pete? And he's like, I don't know, I'm Pete. And they're like, get out of here. And, <laughs> and we knew it. We, she 100% had no idea That's who great. Craig was that she was going Jill on. And I, um, Jill and I went, actually went to a, taping of watch what happens live before coronavirus no way I was like i surprised her you texted with the, me with that trip. yeah it was on. Yeah, we went it was um kiki palmer and who, who else potomac, uh, potomac uh, that's a big deal in the bravo world that's awesome yeah we we, so, we had a blast it was fun so when you reached out to me i i thought that you meant that you were going on to watch what happens i was like no oh, i don't shit. think I, and I was like tell andy i said hey <laughs> I'm not that big a deal. I can go on watching. Did you meet like you boys? Did you meet Andy? I we took a picture. I I wore a. It's not about the pasta shirt. A, a <laughs> nice. reference. Nice. I love that you Andy. guys actually are Bravo people. It's great. It's yeah, amazing. We yeah, we we are. So he he noticed that, but it was it was it was fun. That's that's. I I mean, look, it's so sad because you know for many many reasons but going on watch what happens live is so it's much like fun. the best part of this it, job it's like yeah. one of the best parts of you know doing this and and you know we both went on twice this year and we both like you know called each other and it was like ah, you know right now we'd be you know hanging out in the back oh yeah you know yeah. drinking it's, you know blah 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 it's and fun. it's so much fun to go because the energy is so high when you're there and and mm -hmm. and there's only like what you know, 30 people there or something. Yeah, maybe not. Or something either, like yeah. that. Yeah. It's and funny. Everyone that's there is just like a major fan, right? And they just yeah. want to be there because they want the energy. And we'll they want get you to. guys some Bravo contacts this year and you guys will have to fly up. Definitely. That was yeah. awesome. You guys got to go to Bravo <laughs> yeah, we, Con. You, you, place you were going to go, but something happened. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny you say that about reality people, though, because we hear that a lot where, and like I was hanging out with someone that's on a scripted show on TV and Austin and I were walking around New York and we were getting more attention and she was so confused by it, but, right. and it bothered her. And then Austin was like, get away from this girl. She's not right for you. But people are like, they're more comfortable coming up, I guess, because they think they really know us or like they have a better yeah, relationship than I think so. It's just something different than scripted. No, I, I, guess. I honestly think that the nicest compliment that I can get is when people come up and they're like, you don't know me, but I know you so well. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, thank you. You know, or, or, or whatever. I don't know if that's creepy or if that's really, you know, flattering. It means that, that we're doing something. And we know you're right? a shitty person, Austin. And yeah. we have all of this advice for you on how to live your life and uh, how you should run you know, your business better. Yeah. And you're like, okay, thank you. <laughs> Put all of your comments and concerns in the trash can and I will be sure to read them. Never. No, we love it though. And honestly, we'll, um, we have to get down to Florida soon. We've been promising people for a while that we'll come down and, uh, 
you guys come up to Charleston and we'd love Austin has his golf cart downtown and we'll do our whole little oh my god Charleston tour. Yeah. Hold on, honestly, can, yeah. sorry, say it again. Without kids, no kids involved. Anything you want, whatever, whatever. <laughs> um, the, literally, just swap out your two sons for me and Craig, and it'll be basically the same thing. <laughs> okay, it'll be basically the same thing. But but I mean, it, is that something that could honestly happen? You know, over PGA or or is that? I'm, I mean, you know. You come in probably and not probably not over business. pga but but we'll we would love to come up there at some point i i mean i wouldn't be able to have any fun during that week because i'm crazy i'll be crazy stressed no, out during that pga of course but hopefully i would it'd be great to get together and we can play golf or come up to charleston that'd be awesome um all right well we'll let you guys go i know, I know. I austin's like, loose now that's great i'm loose I'm just, I, I will say Keegan took a shot of tequila before this interview. I did. Yeah. I'm, very proud. I'm so I haven't taken a shot in I don't know since college. I was I got in since college last night. Yeah, that was I, I'm not, it's kidding. not true, but not not I did it. Yeah, I I got it. I got I played last week and I got home super late. I slept terrible. I never sleep well on Sunday nights after a tournament because my my brain I'm I can't like shut everything off yeah and then we got an eight week old so I, I was so tired and I was like these guys I'm gonna be so boring on the show for these guys so I oh, took a great. shot of tequila which I haven't done in years that's amazing so, but, I keep getting alerts from our baby oh here we go we're just hanging come to yep. Florida come to Jupiter we will. we're coming to Charleston for sure anytime you so guys you. need me back on oh yeah I'll be there well we'd love to have you back on but we'll bring our equipment down and do it in person. That would be fun. Cool. We can have both of them. Yeah, that'd be great. Great. It's amazing. All right, Thanks, y'all. Well, boys. thank you so much. Yeah, it was fun. Have a good one. Let's check it out. Cheers, guys. Cheers. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. A special big thanks to our buddy Keegan for coming on. Uh, we wish him well the rest of the way. We know it's not easy to come on and talk about, you know, the sport that you're a current professional in. So thank you for giving us some insight, giving us some master's picks. And until next week, thank you. How powerful is the Cox Network? So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox bringing us closer in Cox serviceable areas speeds vary and are not guaranteed Cox terms apply other restrictions may apply attention metro customers who ride the orange line starting monday june 26th through sunday july 16th there will be no orange line service between vienna and west falls church stations due to rail replacement work free shuttle service will be available for detailed information call 202-637-7000 or visit wmata.com that's 202-637-7000 or visit wmata.com What's up, Pillows and Beers listeners? I'm Reality Steve. If you're a fan of The Bachelor and all things pop culture, reality TV, you should check out my show, The Reality Steve Podcast, a daily show about The Bachelor, other reality TV shows you may be watching right now. I definitely throw in a lot of Taylor Swift talk and so much more. Search Reality Steve on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. 
And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.